0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, EC Agency donlinger construction big corner creative dr brennan lucas and advanced orthopedic associates keystone solid surfaces and by overland charters the official transportation provider of newman university athletics here's the voice of the newman jets lake krepps the newman women's basketball team returning to action last week 21 days after their last contest in the first semester was the longest semester break over the Christmas holiday in the history of the program. Didn't quite get it done in Talec while losing to Northeastern State. The Jets are two and six, two and six in the MiAA, and they resume action with their normal Thursday Saturday schedule coming up this week, hosting the Lincoln Blue Tigers on Thursday. Welcome back into the JetCast. This is episode number thirty-one, and we are pleased to be joined today by the assistant coach here of the women's basketball program, Clarissa Crumb. First of all, Coach, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I know that this year. Uh, a little bit different, probably, than than what you're accustomed to. But how was the uh, crumb Christmas this year?
1: Um, it was nice to have my family come and see me, and not and, uh, to have the stress of traveling. Um, so I'm thankful that they had the opportunity to come to Wichita and. Um, bring my dog, which is now their dog, um, and so it was just—it was a nice break, it was a nice resting, and just time to enjoy each other. So,
0: the, how much do you miss the dog? And, and you don't have the dog up here in Wichita. I, I know yeah. that, that that would be—that would be tough to take care of with uh, with all the road trips.
1: Well, it's been ten years now that Ellie's lived at home, so um, <laughs> yes, I miss her, and she misses me. But my parents do a great job of taking care of her. Fair,
0: fair <laughs> enough. Uh, last time out for you guys. 60-46 loss on Saturday at Northeastern State. The final score, I don't think, is quite indicative of how close the game was. It was a four-point game with five minutes left. Uh, you guys were anticipating to play on Thursday against Roger State. Obviously, that didn't happen because of coronavirus protocols in the Hillcat program after playing Emporia State on Monday. And there's also coronavirus protocols now in the Lady Hornet program. Um, not looking for an excuse. I know you and Coach Spence aren't making excuses, but how concerned were you about having that long layoff? As I said, twenty one days, that's not something that happens in the middle of the season most years.
1: I don't even think we thought about it. I think that it wasn't brought to our attention until we read the article from Northeastern State Athletics, you know. So for us it was what can we do to take care of ourselves every single day? And I think that's what our approach has been all the time, you know, like how do we take care of today? um you know yeah not playing has a factor it has a different element to it but um we had a scrimmage in there where we went and scrimmaged somebody and you know we made sure that practice were competitive and we were working on things that we needed to work on so yeah the element of not having the roger state game you have to pivot in these times like you have to be able to be mature enough and not get your feelings in the way of anything and um just go out there and compete and just be thankful for the games that you do have.
0: You guys definitely did compete. It was a close game. Obviously the last five minutes was was a challenge for you. What do you think was, was the key for the Riverhawks as they were, were able to extend the lead and, and shut you guys down offensively over that, that last little five minute push they had.
1: Well see I don't think that they not I don't think they shut us down offensively. I just think our girls didn't step up and make shots. We had a lot of wide open opportunities to knock down shots. I remember very vividly that if a pass is made to Brooke, she had a wide-open three. Haley had a wide-open three in the corner that would have cut the lead to three. Um, you know, there are a lot of opportunities on our offensive end. Like, again, it's just stepping up and making the shot. And and then, of course, you have to foul at the end of the game and give them free throws and, and things like that. So, you know, I think that um, have we knocked down a few of those shots um, and, and really – you know, had those momentum swings go for us and not give them a 10-point lead in the first five minutes of the game. Um, things, you know, obviously could be a lot different.
0: You, you guys did give them a 10-point lead, but you guys responded back with 10 straight points. Mm-hmm. So you tied it up. So uh, yeah. obviously you guys are still battling back, are still fighting, and you guys have been so consistent this year in how well your defense has played. And, you know, Coach Spence, it's a 180 from what, you know – I think that his heart of hearts is, which is man-to-man. But um, he has really gotten this zone defense, and and you have really helped him dial in this zone defense and made it extremely effective. What about the zone defense is helping you guys keep in games? What is making you guys so good at it? And and how are the girls uh, adjusting to this zone? And obviously, uh, they've taken to it very well because it's kept you in almost all your games this year.
1: Well, I just think that, you know, you have to, as a coach, adjust to who your players are and who you're playing against and you know it I don't think um their adjustment took long you know it's about playing an area and things of that nature and you know coach Spence has been coaching for a very long time (laughs) he has has a lot of people like resources to reach out to um I don't think I played any man in college when I was a player oh really um yeah because uh, you could ask my dad. I wasn't a good defender, <laughs> um, but you know. But I think our girls. What keeps it keeps us in games is is just being able to. You know, you're just guarding an area, and all all five of you are working as one. And you know, I think if we clean up our closeouts and a little bit of other things, it'll just become even better. If you fully commit to playing those areas um, and just running around. And closing out and causing chaos for the other team, it doesn't allow most teams to get into their rhythm of their offense um, unless we allow them to get comfortable. Um, So you have that choice as a when you're going to play defense. You're not just guarding one man. You're you're actually like in just an area, and who comes in your area is who you have to guard at the moment. Um, I think it takes a lot of. I personally think it takes a lot of pressure off of you to stop just one person. But um, you know, I think that. We've done a good job, Coach Spence especially, of drilling those drills and just how we go over things in practice all the time, um, you know. And so I'm glad that the girls, the ones that have were here when we were doing man have been able to make that change and adjustment. And then the ones that come in, it's it's something that they, you know, it's not anything new to them, you know. So just to keep building the last two years off of it and even – Three years ago, we played some of it. Um, yes, you
0: did. That was the beginning.
1: Yeah, it was about 50-50 about playing that. And, and you know, it just it just creates, um, like I said, it doesn't allow the other team to get into their rhythm. Um, and so, yeah.
0: Why do you feel that is? You're not the only coach that, that has said that about, you know, we wanted to give them a different look. And, and there are so many teams. It feels like teams are better in their man-to-man offense than, than their zone. And, and you're not the first coach that has told me, Told me that. Why do you feel like teams are typically better at, at any point in their season? And that's not the that's not true for every team in every situation. But it does seem like most teams prefer to run their man to man offense than their zone offense. W- why do you think that is? Do you, do you know why that is?
1: Um, I don't think I I know. I guess I could have an opinion. Well, on I'm, it.
0: A- I'm asking for your uh, opinion.
1: My opinion would be that, you know. You're telling when you're in an offense and man-to-man, you do A, B, C, D to get the end result, right? And so, but in in a zone, it's your areas are being guarded differently, and how you attack that zone depends on your movement and your or your lack of movement. You know, so if I'm standing in one area and I'm an easy closeout, you know, I I make it so much easier for that defense to guard me. Whereas in man, like you might have a really good shooter coming off a stagger screen or false movement on the backside. And you don't have help side defense over there. Whereas all that false movement on the backside doesn't matter in a zone because you, sure. you're all loaded anyways. And only two people are responsible for that. While if something happens on this side that you have things covered. So I guess that's my opinion of well, it. F- but. F-
0: fair <laughs> enough. Well, we, we value your opinion <laughs> on, on this show and we also value our other guests here on episode 31. We've got Sydney Nillis coming up next on the show, a freshman point guard from right here in Cedric County, just south of Wichita in Derby. And we've got not one, but two wrestlers coming up to wrap up the show. So that's coming up here in, in a few minutes. Uh, offensively, that has obviously been the struggle. Coach Spence and I have talked about it a lot. You know, as you've said, and, and you know, Bernie and I have gotten to watch most of the games this year. You guys have had open looks. and You guys have had some really good offensive performances by players in space and in other times this year with you know faith mason vestal obviously first time in her career she's ever been above 10 points per game in average i think she's done it four straight games brooke haney has done it in all but one game uh with a couple of uh, 19 point games a career high 20 point games you guys have had players with great offensive individual performances this year this year what do you guys need to do to kind of bring other people in and have a, have a second person when Faith goes off and when Brooke goes off to help them along and, and, and kind of bring everybody else up offensively to, to score a few more points and take some pressure off of your defense?
1: Um, I, again, I just think it's stepping up into the moment and making those shots. I don't think that it's about – I think that there's a lot of open opportunities in games. You know, what we run in our offense – um, there's a lot of opportunity for girls to step up and make shots that are open, you mm-hmm. know, and that people aren't guarding, and it's just about their mindset of actually going to do it and believing that they can do it and their confidence in doing it, and you know that comes with what are you doing when you're away from practice, you know, what are you doing on your own time, um, things like that. It, it just it, it becomes more of if they if they want to be player led that they have to do those type of things, you know, and um, we address it, we talk about it often, um, and I think that they do truly want to. I think they want to see success, and, and now it's just about putting in the work and um, allowing that success to come, not putting so much pressure on themselves in a game and allowing the pressure to create the abnormal um, tendencies or the abnormal like, movements or their in-and-out shots or their, to, to, to step up into the moment and, and just make things happen.
0: Faith Mason Vestal has been outstanding the last few games, particularly on the offensive end. 15 points for her. uh, Four straight uh, games of double figures. I did have it written down. And Coach Crum, uh, if you're out on the road with the team, you see that in the drills when they split up into the half court, you're typically the one that will work with the post players. So that's obviously got to make you feel pretty good that she's starting to kind of get back to that level that we saw right at the end of her freshman year when she was really playing outstanding and and had started to have a a real good Heartland Conference tournament before, of course, the ACL injury. And I know that you know she was frustrated talking with her a couple of weeks ago but how rewarding is it for for you personally to be able to help her develop and also for her because she's put in a lot of time and went through a lot of pain as we found out last week on the show to, to try to get back to where she is and obviously right now she's she's a person that's put in a lot of effort off the court and she's seeing the benefits right now
1: yeah no it's great to see that success from her and, and you know even in the recruiting process you knew it was in her that she was able to do that to see that success as a freshman um you know, but for her faith, you know, her name, her, name, her name's faith, but for her, her faith and what she believes on the inside for it to come out and, and for her to trust the process of, you know, yeah, you have a struggle, um, in your sophomore year, you know, you have a knee injury, um, to come back from it. You know, I think the biggest blessing for her was actually probably the panden- pandemic Sure. Um, for her to go home, to get that rest for her knee, for her body, and then start building up strength. Um, from there Um, you know I think that that for her to see that success now you know is is good for us but it's good for her and her and how she you know is mentally and and all of that kind of stuff so you know we're proud of her we're proud of her efforts Um, you know of course we're always going to ask for more Um, (laughs) of
0: course why not you
1: know because she could be an all-conference player you know she's she has that ability within her to do that kind of stuff so she just has to keep giving and keep giving and keep giving and then start grabbing teammates as she's giving um, alongside her to help get them better as well and I think that's her next step in her journey as a junior here um, with us so
0: one player that we're going to hear from here in just a couple of minutes is going to be Sydney Nillis. And I know from the moment that it was official that you guys had signed her as part of this class, you know, Coach Spence, you know, he 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 kind of kept me in on the loop on this as the recruiting happened and said, man, we got a good one, you know, didn't tell me any names or break any NCAA rules. We said, man, I'm excited about this player we got from right around here. And, uh, you know, in, in the area and, and Sydney Nillis was that player and has come in and you guys have uh, entrusted her with a lot as a freshman leading the team I don't know if there are a lot of freshmen in the MIAA that are leading their team in minutes um, but you guys have kind of put that on her plate also your leader in assists and steals what's it been like to, to get her on campus from right here in, in the AVCTL Greater Wichita Athletic League the two of the two leagues that are right here in your backyard and, and, and kind of watch her mature and develop and, and already showing some leadership qualities as part of a, as part of this team as just a freshman.
1: Well, you know, it's been great. We've been recruiting her since she was, like, a sophomore in high school. <laughs> um, you know, and so to to have her in our program, just the um, energy she brings, um, like, her sense of calm. She's working through some freshman struggles, maybe a freshman wall right now. Um, but she handles it very well. Um, you know, for her, like, you know, she her perfect she, – she can't be perfect. She sure. She wants to be perfect. Um, but, it, you know, just – We've trusted her from day one. We've told her and, you know, unfortunately, Ashanti went down because it was those two that were going to be the point guards. Um You know, but Riley and Amani have stepped up. But with Sydney, you know, yeah, she's got a lot on her plate. And the more that she's with Coach Spence talking through things, the more as – um, she continues to work on herself. Her teammates trust her, and it's very obvious that they trust her, and they're looking for her to step up and just lead and be confident while she leads. Um, and She's got the ability. She's going to be a very good player, a great player. She's going to leave her mark on this program. Um, we're very excited for her. And she just, you know, but right now she's got to figure these things sure. out. And she's doing great job. She can't be so hard on herself, <laughs> um, you know. And so I just think, like, for her, it's just every day she's taking small steps. And don't get so beat up on the final score or a record or anything like that and just continue to – be the leader that she can be for our program.
0: Well, another person who's been a leader for this program has been you, obviously, for this entire athletic department, the diversity and inclusion designee. And NU Student Life named you as one of its Martin Luther King Jr. Distinguished Service Award nominees for faculty and staff, um, and nobody more deserving. So obviously, congratulations on that. And, and also wanted to talk to you about the challenges in terms of working as part of that diversity and inclusion designee. as part Part of this pandemic, how has that work been going, and has it been stunted at all by the fact that you guys um, have not been able to meet physically, or or were you guys planning to kind of meet remotely since it's all around the MIAA, obviously with teleconferencing? That's probably probably was a big part of the of the plan going in anyway.
1: Our well, the SAC's not on campus right now, student, and so for the last month or month and a half or whatever, there's been really nothing. Um, I meet with the, our diversity and inclusion. Um, group on campus today, right. um, so I just think it's just small steps. Uh, I don't think that it's anything really big right now, with all the things that are going on with the pandemic, um, and so I just think it's a like it's a growing process. Um,
0: Yeah, and that's fine that, you know, things are not happening normally and that that is perfectly okay and an acceptable answer, especially right now. (laughs) Uh, What we do know is going to happen or what we hope is going to happen is going to be basketball tomorrow against the Lincoln Blue Tigers coming in. A team that's 0-7 but has a player, uh, Jackson, averaging 16 points per game and a new player that's come in last week and threw up a double-double against Fort Hayes State. Uh, Obviously, this is a team that you guys aren't going to overlook. What are your thoughts? On on the blue tigers and getting set for Lincoln and and trying to turn things around here this week.
1: Um, yeah, I just think that they're they have a new coach, um, you know, and they have new energy into their program, and it's not somebody you can take lightly. You know, they've played, you know, Fort Hayes a 15 point game. They played Carney pretty good. They, you know, they're they're playing competitively in these games, um, and so for us, it's about taking care of us and our business. With, today, tomorrow, leading up into this game and just uh, focusing in on things that we can do, executing our offense, taking um, care of opportunities that come our way in a game, um, not allowing the pressure of a game or, you know, any of that to create the the abnormal abnormalities of being tight when you're going to shoot it. You know, go play free, go have fun, go play together, go compete, um, and be thankful for the opportunity to have a game on Thursday.
0: Clarissa Crum, assistant women's basketball coach, Newman University. Once again, the Blue Tigers are coming in. 5.30, doubleheader action at Fugate Gymnasium. You can hear the games on the Newman Jets Audio Network. We'll be joined by Sydney Nillis here in just a couple of minutes. Coach, good luck. Thank 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 you you. so much. Thank you. Sydney Nillis coming up next here on the JetCast. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops...
2: The key is Keystone!
0: Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com you are a business owner every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue increase margins manage cash flow live within compliance maintain staff understand health care raise capital satisfy customers with all of this on your plate you haven't even noticed your parking lot your parking lot says a lot about your business and south central ceiling and paving gives your parking lot a voice Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. The women's basketball team returning to action on Thursday. Lincoln coming to town, also here in Wichita on Saturday, getting set for another homestand. Here on the JetCast, we are talking with a freshman guard out of Derby. Five points per game. She's leading the Jets in minutes, assists, and steals. Sydney Nillis, former Derby Panther, joining me. Sydney, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, uh, an adjustment, of course, for every player when they come into the college game. You played right here in Sedgwick County, mm-hmm. AVCTL. Uh, fortunate enough to have a couple of Division One college teammates. And I'm sure you probably played against some D2 and D1 players as well in the AVCTL. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the adjustment been like for you coming up to this level to the MIAA?
3: Um, definitely it's it's a big change. No matter what, uh, if I even played with Division One or D2, um, but here it's no joke. It doesn't matter what level you are. So um, I think it's just a really good experience for me just to learn to play with these people and play against other really good girls.
0: One thing that I've noticed and one thing that Bernie, uh, my my co-host up there on, on the audio, has noticed is you always seem to have, whenever you're on the court, no matter how things are going – you're always cool and calm whether or not something bad has happened or something good has happened. You're always kind of that, you know, you're very even keel, which is not always an an attribute that we can give to freshmen. What do you attribute that to for yourself?
3: Um, I mean, I have always learned to do not go crazy under pressure. Um, and I think learning from this from this experience and like having to take that role and understanding like, OK, I can't be like this and. Um, I think it's just my, I just try to compose myself the best I can in, in good and in bad situations.
0: Well, speaking of bad situations, you know, I think for a lot of young people, you know, just getting to go to college is kind of, you know, there's an exciting time and uh, you get to socialize with different people. And obviously that's been, that's been kind of taken away. What, what's that been like to kind of come into your career in this, in this different kind of uh of an era and time that we find ourselves in?
3: Um, it's, crazy um just even from last year um coming into here i knew things were going to be not the unknown and the unknown so um i'm just taking every day the best that i can and trying to improve every single day and to get better and hopefully you know things will come out the way they need to be we're
0: talking with sydney nillis freshman guard out of derby on this newman women's basketball team and you had you know several college opportunities you were a Mm multi-sport star at Derby, playing volleyball, played soccer as well as, as girls basketball. And uh, for some reason, Panthers all seem, seem to be good in all those sports <laughs> while you were there. Uh, that was That's weird. Um, what was the decision like for you to stay here in Sedgwick County close to home and go to Newman? Uh, what were the kind of the, the deciding factors for you in that to stay here close to home? And how nice has that been to, to kind of be able to be around home? And obviously, I'm sure the family uh, <laughs> enjoys the short trip to come and see you play oh, yeah. all these games.
3: For sure. Um definitely the schooling here and i knew like that's that's kind of what i'm leaning towards um definitely with being around the coaches like i felt like they wanted me and all like they'll i don't know they just made me feel welcomed and i really enjoyed that and the girls um and i love being close i I, I honestly do like it's nice to have my family come and see me once in a while and Hopefully, when all this COVID stuff gets over, we'll have more fans come in because my yeah. family's from here. So I was going to
0: say, <laughs> I, I I think Coach Spence was hoping that there would be some some more Derby Panther fans, oh, yeah. and, and 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 hopefully next year there there will be. We'll have all the Nillises and all all of your all of the former Derby fans oh, uh, coming coming in. That would be fantastic. You guys have been um, tremendous defensively in, yeah. in pretty much every game. The, may, maybe if I toss out. Emporia State and one quarter against Fort Hayes State Mm -hmm. you guys have been awesome defensively this year what do you feel like you've been predominantly zoned which still at this point feels weird for me to say about a Darren Spence coach team because he's so man-to-man dominant in his in his career but he's turned around and you guys have been extremely good in your zone what do you feel like makes your zone defense so effective?
3: Um, definitely something that we have been working on is communication. And I think that's a huge factor in the zone defense, no matter what, because you have to know where everyone is at point in time. So um, that's something we're still learning. And I think we're definitely, we have the players for it. We compete, and if we just compete, and it's going to come out in our way.
0: Obviously, the offense has been the struggle this year. Yeah. And you guys have had players with great offensive performances faith had 15 bailey uh, uh or beg your pardon brooke has had yeah. several really great offensive <laughs> games this year for you guys <clears throat> how do you guys feel like you need to turn things around uh, obviously putting that much pressure on your defense it's it's hard to, to play that great a defense all the time that you guys have been up to the challenge just about every game uh, what do you feel like the team needs to do to be a little bit more efficient Offensively,
3: um, I think uh, just not having pressure on yourself and not relying on someone to do something for you. And I think if we just stay competitive and know that we are good and that we have that let's just, our confidence is high, um, I think it's going to come around and it should come around. And I know these girls will work hard for each other. So I'm excited. And I think it's just a growing thing for all of us. So. I'm
0: ready. <laughs> I, I, I know you are. I know Coach Spence is as well. You are in a unique role, I think, in terms of having not just leadership, but also being the point guard as a freshman. That's not something that freshmen typically mm-hmm. come up and do. I, I certainly don't think it happens that much in this conference. Normally they're on the off guard. They don't have you know that much ball handling you know, responsibilities. What what does it make you feel like to have the, the trust from Coach Spence and Coach Crum that they're willing to kind of give you the the keys to the program here for four years and and let you drive as the point guard?
3: Um, I feel honored. Um, That's a huge, huge, huge thing that I've always wanted. Um, and I definitely have. I need to learn a lot more than, you know. But I'm um, thanks. I'm saying thank you to them because they're giving me that opportunity to prove myself, and I really appreciate that.
0: Well, and, and you've you've been coached by a, a really great coach, uh, mm-hmm. Coach Carsack at Derby, <laughs> and I know that the you guys uh, kind of want a state championship with with Kennedy Brown and and probably. Could, thought you could have won a couple more Pro- probably were thinking last year you could have won one more <laughs> yeah. if given the opportunity um and i know they got some really good girls down there this year uh, what's it like for you as an alum to know that when well, she's going to hang it up after this year moving yeah. to kansas city uh that that's awful tough
3: oh man i was very shocked and i mean she believes you know that faith has a plan for her and i and i'm going to follow her anywhere she goes so um i think she's really honored this year just to have another nice set of group of girls coming in and um I think they're going to prove out for her, and I'm excited for her.
0: Well, don't watch out. If she gets a job up there in Kansas city, that, oh, I that's, <laughs> that's going to be a, a tough for whatever league she lands in. Um, let's go ahead and get to your question chain question. And this is from faith Mason Vestal. Okay. And she says, what are the biggest challenges? What's the biggest challenge you feel you have faced being a freshman point guard?
3: Oh man. Um, just knowing when to like step into that role and really like, pr- and, and contribute to what I need to do. Um, I'm trying that's one thing that I'm working on is not having that pressure on me and not worrying about being perfect and all this type of things. So it, I don't know. It's just been a learning experience. And I think the older and more that I play, hopefully I can continue to grow and do what's best for the team. So.
0: I have a personal question for you. You are a, a huge multi sport star because <laughs> um, you you were I think you were the ABCTL mvp in volleyball and basketball and you were a captain on the soccer team um so obviously a a three-sport athlete which of the sports is your favorite is basketball your favorite or is it volleyball or or soccer man
3: um i would have to say i love each sport sure and i and that's one thing that i have followed and when i'm in that sport i love that sport and I put all my effort into that sport. So, I don't know. I would say you can say all of them were my favorites. So. Sure.
0: <laughs> that, 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 there's nothing wrong with that answer. Yeah. Um, how did you come up with your number? Because you were one <laughs> in volleyball and basketball. You've continued that here at Newman. Yeah. But five in soccer. What What was the reason for that? Any, was there any, any story behind that? Um,
3: no, not really. I think it was, I was five my freshman year for basketball because someone took oh, okay. number one. But soccer, um, the goalies always won. So I had to always go and find that other extra number. Sure.
0: So. Okay. And so no. n- nothing nothing like that. Also, no. um, uh, there was an inside scoop on Twitter that was broken. And so I, I kind of wanted to get your take on this. I heard that Coach Spence might have hit the floor during <laughs> practice. Um, can you confirm or deny that? And and, uh, and, and, and is the old olding coach doing okay?
3: Oh, he's doing fine. <laughs> yes, so. that did happen. And he played it off pretty well. I have to give it to that. So
0: <laughs> He did. He, he said on Twitter, you can follow him at Hoop Coach Spence on Twitter. He said he played it off pretty well. So uh, <laughs> nice job, Coach. Uh, final question for you. The Blue Tigers coming in uh, 0-7 on the year, but they do have three players on their roster who have averaged over 10 points per game, uh, had a top-five rebounder in the MIAA uh, on their roster last year, and a new player that's come in and has only played a couple of games but just went for a double double in a loss against Fort Hays State. So uh, final question for you, your expectations for the the Blue Tigers and, and getting set for them and trying to turn this thing around as we head into the second semester. Um,
3: definitely we can't underestimate them. No matter what the record is, I don't think you need to depend on how good they are by the record. Um, reading does not have the mentality like it's... You know, that team is good and that's what we need to do. And I think if we come in with that mindset, it should, hopefully we will get things to get going. So
0: Sydney Nillis, women's basketball freshman point guard from Derby, and she will be leading the team out there 5.30 for the tip-off against Lincoln on Thursday, back here on Saturday as well. You can listen to the games of the Newman Jets Audio Network and watch them on the MIAA Network. Sydney, best of luck. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you so much. We've got two wrestlers for you coming up as we wrap up <laughs> the Jetcast right after this. Hi friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. Are you looking for a dependable used car trucker SUV? Nissan, Jeep, Hyundai, Toyota, not just Fords. Let us help find you the right vehicle to fit your budget. Check us out online at mhford.com or come see us in person at the big corner of 119th and West Kellogg. When it's time for your family to purchase their next vehicle, choose us, Mel Hamilton Ford. Let us show you how easy it is to purchase your next vehicle. Mel Hamilton Ford taking care of customers since 1984
3: Experience the difference.
0: Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU Sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store. Wrapping up the JetCast with a first. Never had two guests on at the same time. Uh, We're having a couple of wrestlers on. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Ivan Belavich and Jake Patch. Ivan, a junior from Scranton, Pennsylvania. He will be the one on the far side. And uh, Jake Patch right here next to me. Junior out of Andover. Uh, Two wrestlers on this team getting set for the Jet invite coming up on Sunday. Central Oklahoma is coming in as well for a 9 a.m. start. Uh, Guys, thanks so much for waking up and doing this. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. us. Well, obviously, last time out, uh, opening up the season, uh, didn't want to go on two, had a couple of close losses uh, by eight to Colorado Mesa and by nine to Adams State. Uh, I guess I'll start with you, Ivan. Uh, What were your thoughts on on the team performance and and a couple of pretty close losses to open up the season?
4: Uh, Yeah, you know, as a team, uh, we fig- we figured it out early that it was going to be a little difficult with uh, some of our shapes. We haven't really gotten a-, a lot of matches in. I mean, only in the room, but we all know each other. So competing with each other is definitely different than going out and competing against another team for sure. And especially getting that first couple, well, I mean, for individuals, getting those first seven-minute matches out of the way. Um, that's definitely something you have to work um, around. So I think we're... Uh, just, you know, just how to get used to it, get out there, get the jitters out, and that's it. Jake, what, what were your thoughts on the opening weekend?
2: Uh, I agree with Ivan. I mean, for the most part, that's the first time any of us have wrestled an actual match since, like, last March. And there's a lot of things that have been going on that we knew is going to make our season tough, but we've still have been working. And I think that overall, it's set a pretty good frame of the things that we need to work on we need to get back in the room and work on. Uh,
0: Both of you 0-2 with a couple of tight losses in your individual uh, matches to Colorado Mesa and Adams State. Jake, starting with your matches, uh, based on what you saw out of yourself on the mat in that opening weekend, uh, I think that was up in Hayes, actually. Fort Hayes State, I think, hosted this event. Uh, What are some of the things that you feel like you need to work on? Uh,
2: You know, I missed uh, quite a bit of time with the concussion, came back. I think a lot of it's my shape. My weight cut needs to be a lot better, and I think that's going to really play a big part into me going back into, like, this weekend with just my technique and everything. It will all follow from just being in shape and a good weight cut.
4: Ivan, what about you? You know, uh, again, uh, Jake's pretty uh, straightforward with that. Uh, I think the weight cut, my weight cut wasn't the greatest this first week, and it's always hard getting down the first time. I think the shape and conditioning that comes with that, Cutting weight bad, you know, you're going to have some bad results. But overall, I think I just have to, with shape will come along with moving my hands, moving my feet, getting the shots that I need to get to, and finishing those shots. So that's what I'm um, going to focus on during this week.
0: Weight cut, obviously, is something that there's so many sports that, you know, don't necessarily worry about that. Or at least it's not on the scale on a week to week basis like you guys are. Uh, I- Ivan, I'll let you go first do you think that the how much let's ask it this way how much more difficult was the weight cut this year just given the fact that the timing of the season was off there was so much time there in the in the in the summer when you know conditioning weight training in terms of how you guys normally do it couldn't happen because of the pandemic i'm sure there are still some things that you guys you know are doing differently this year because of uh coronavirus so how much more difficult was it to come back after not having wrestled at all because normally you guys would be starting around November 1st is, a, is about when the season starts so you guys could have had you know several matches under your belt at this time normally um, but a little bit longer of an extended period break over dead week uh, coming up for the Christmas holiday and you guys you know were, were not allowed to be in so we're working on your own so uh, getting back we'll ask both of you the same question but how much more difficult was was that first cut this year because of all the extenuating circumstances
4: you know it was, it was pretty difficult uh first semester like you said we usually start around november so i'll be on the i'll be on a diet before november starts so i could get down and even that first time getting down in november is hard but then i have november december to get used to the diet get used to what i need to do right as opposed to i started getting my diet down in january and then that first weight cut is just going to be just a little bit harder I mean, it's going to be harder for the little guys more than it is for the big guys. But, I mean, it's still a pretty difficult cut. Uh, why is that
0: more, so much more difficult for the, for the little guys than
4: the big
2: guys than, from your perspective, Jake? I'd say we don't lose as much weight in a practice as they do. Like, you come to a wrestling practice, you can see the big guys losing, like, 8 to 11 pounds of practice. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky if I lose, like, three and a half. Right. And uh, it's just it's a lot harder. We don't have as much weight to lose. I think that just makes it more tough. How
0: nice has it been just from your perspective, though, Jake, to to actually just get to wrestle? You know, there was a a point where we weren't 100 percent sure that wrestling was going to happen. Obviously, wrestling is probably the hardest sport to have any social distancing from. Um, So a blessing obviously to have the opportunity uh, how fortunate do you feel to be able to to get out there and compete at all this year
2: i think we're very lucky to be able to even be competing right now because i know at one point people had their doubts like oh there's no way but we really all were hoping that we were going to have our season because we have a lot of big things planned
0: how much do you feel like you needed it ivan just to get out there and, and get some diversion
4: from everything else going on you know it's great you know if i had to sit in my dorm room and just be here 17 days with nothing to do before school actually started i don't know what i would do i mean just a lot of playing xbox and wasting time but now i get to go out go to practice see some of my friends and just be able to interact with people on a daily basis which is great
0: Uh, how is it how has it been you know working on wrestling here coming back after the new year holiday without having to go to class and and kind of worry about the mental aspect of being
4: a student athlete Uh, how has that been i mean i think that's i mean it's it's great not having to worry about it you know you wake up get it early this morning we got up went to weights and now we just get to relax all day before heading to practice but I mean, it's gonna it's gonna start getting back to the grind soon, and it's gonna be busy, busy, busy. How do you handle that grind once once it comes back, Jake? Just a lot of time
2: management. Just kind of got to focus on what your next thing ahead of you is. Uh, you just can't lose focus of so what's important. That's just school and wrestling.
0: One of the things that you guys have had over that you guys have built up with Coach Smith has been a pretty nice home mat advantage. You guys get really nice crowds here for your big events, uh, the Jet Invite, uh, Reese Wright Conklin, you've had had his tournament here a few times, had the MIAA Championships here a few years ago, and I'll, al- I'll always remember coming out last year at the very end of the year, had all the lights down, and the crowd was... was I think it was Fort Hayes State that was there, and the crowd was nuts. That was that was a fantastic atmosphere with just the one light. If you haven't come out, once once you're allowed to come to wrestling events, because this year, uh, Coach Ealing behind the, the camera, right now you're, people are not allowed in. It's pass list only, right? Yeah, so pass list only, but once... They are selling tickets that you can come back out. Um, you really need to, to do yourself a favor and come out. Give it a chance one night at Fugate Gymnasium with all the lights down. Uh, it, it's an amazing atmosphere to watch college athletics and You've really got to check it out. Um, but, Jake... How different has it been not having that that home gym advantage, that home mat advantage with all the the crazy fans and the student athletes and and your your fellow classmates out there to support you in what normally is a a pretty electric atmosphere?
2: I mean, it's going to be pretty different. I mean, there's nothing like wrestling in front of a huge crowd. Everyone's loud and cheering for you. But I think the main part is we just got to stay focused on the wrestling. Can't let the, the outside factors get to you. Especially like the same match if there was a whole crowd there.
4: how how do you make the adjustment Uh, I agree with Jake I mean the adjustment I mean for me you see those you see a couple friends or you see your family in the crowd maybe it makes you nervous get some of those nerves there so for me you know it's it's maybe a little easier because I don't have to worry about any of that I just get to focus what the focus to the task at hand and wrestle my match jet duels coming up on sunday central oklahoma
0: is, is going to be coming in as well as part of that uh what, what are you looking forward to most and, and how much do you know about this guy you are going to be wrestling uh, first of all obviously not all weight classes are
4: filled in all programs um do you know anything about your opponent from the broncos um i mean i just know i wrestled him last year um and he was ranked last year and he, I, I think i have the same opponent this year if he if he shows up and, you know, it's I, I'm going to train just like I trained for everybody else, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to wrestle my match to the best of my abilities, and that's all I could ask for.
0: Well, what do you know about your scouting report from your possible Bronco opponent?
2: Well, I'm pretty sure I've heard from other people that it's a, a new recruit that's probably going to start for them. Okay. Um, pretty good kid. Uh, it should be a really good match, but... I think if I do all the things that uh, I need to change from last weekend, I should be all right.
0: We'll wrap up the JetCast with this. Your guys' goals, obviously, this is something I've talked with Coach Smith about. Um, normally, the wrestling season is, is long, but you guys don't have it's not like basketball where it's you know two days every week there's sometimes when you know they may not have a wrestler in your weight class so you won't get that opportunity to wrestle not all the weight classes are filled at all in every program most programs don't have all of their weight classes filled um this year with the season being so compacted every single match is is really precious and 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 uh, a huge opportunity that you have to take advantage so final question you know and two as a team uh, not that much left to the season so i'll start with you uh, what are your goals personally and for the team the rest of the year
2: uh, knowing that this year is so short and the opportunity is so fleeting well we spent quite a bit of time like at the start of the year uh, when we started meeting during like mental training we all had our goals and my personal goal is being all american this year I know as a team, we're planning on taking a lot more guys to Nationals than we did last year. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I think we just kind of have to stay focused on that.
4: And what about you? Uh, you know, as a team, I think uh, we have good – We're good, I think – we're one of the special teams on, on campus and as a wrestling group because I think a lot of us are really close as a family. So I think we all want to see each other succeed. My personal goal is to be an All-American, and I think everybody on the team's goal is to be an All-American or get to that stage at least and nationally qualify. So I think with all of us pushing each other, I think we could reach that goal. Ivan Bolovich, Jake Patch, Two
0: of the Newman wrestlers that are looking forward to competing at the Jet Envi coming up on Sunday as they host the University of Central Oklahoma Broncos. It'll be the MIAA opener for the Navy in Red coming up on Sunday, 9 a.m. Of course, you can follow along for the Newman, uh, at the Newman Jets Twitter account. You can follow Newman Wrestling on Twitter at Newman Wrestling. Guys, good luck on Sunday. Defend the home mat, okay? Thank, thank, thank you. you. That'll be it for this week's episode of the Jetcast. Back next week. So until then, Blake Cripp saying, go Jets.